mind They want your soul to own your life as the long term goal They want your money, they want your health as a grab, as a transference of wealth They like disease, they want you ill So big pharmaceutical can sell you pills Signs are ominous, don't look good Bioengineering shape for food They're everywhere, they're breaking through Every day they get a grubby pose on something new Children crying, education and media wash their brain when you get old. Heard it said you're a useless sister and they want you dead. Mass surveillance, population control, they want CCTV in every home. They want your Buddha, they want your gods, they want your science to support their cause. Guilty. Yeah, they're all guilty. Fucking guilty, mate. Fucking guilty. They've done a right wrong and uh oh. I didn't mean for uh Gidibachi to uh be interrupting at that point. Why did it do that? 
Why did it do that? Oh, well, we'll see. I'll find out in a minute. Like, uh, you have no idea the pain I go through to set up a stream because of, well, the censorship, right? We have to go out across uh, all these different platforms. It takes a lot to set up. I like to just send a unique email for uh, for each stream rather than just say that I'm live with the title on, etc. So um, it's kind of useful because when you've... Then your database gets wiped out by tax evading blicks. Um, you can go back. You can go back and uh, find, try and try and reconstruct some data. Uh, Kev, have you confirmed uh, Robert O. Young's fraud? Did Gatsiri get back to you? No, Gatsiri didn't, but the journal did. And I guess as the that's an ongoing back and forth now with respect to letters and uh, statements, etc. I, I can't really read them out. So, but it, it we're dealing with the journal right now, and I can I guess I can sort of paraphrase a little bit, summarize a little bit what's going on. So, Robert Young, in response to our claim that well. You know, he's engaged in academic identity theft, and um, he, he's he's responded with a link to uh, all his credentials, I guess, for want of a better word. But none of none of that proves that he's done any of the experimentation. None of that proves. Well, he's using. Uh, non, and again, you know, I don't, I don't want to be the one sort of harping on. Ah, you've got used uh, peer-reviewed research, um, especially with such a broken system. But you know, it's the system we do have at the moment. So the best we can do is to try to patch up the old girl to stop it, to stop the water leaking in. And you know, I, I think there's a very, very important point that needs to be hammered home right now which is they want you to spurg about graphene oxide they want you to spurg about nanomachines in their concoctions and all the time that you're doing that you're not asking the simple question about what's what's the biology of these uh, interventions and again I'll, I'll sort of state for the record that I think it's it's pointless now doing any more microscopic research on on these concoctions. What what needs to happen now is it needs to be deployed in an animal test platform and to see if we can recapitulate some of the pathologies that have been reported. And again, you know, I, I'm I'm of the opinion that 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 needs holding for both the pathogen itself and the treatments. I would expect nothing less with respect to early treatment protocols that those compounds are tested to the nth degree as well as we can do. And like I say, there was there was a somewhat functional system in place. And, you know, it's like that, you know, going off on a tangent already, and this is going to be a long enough stream uh as it is uh charles good to see you sir um i'm i'm bad from uh twitter but um i'm you can still find me there circumventing those bands i'm uh <laughs> i'm a bad 
bad raccoon. What can I say? Um, uh, Kev, is it a coincidence that the vials hold the same quantity as a shot glass asking for a friend? Do they? No, they don't. They, they don't. It's, I mean, if it's a Pfizer, if it's a Pfizer vial, uh, it's it's a tiny amount uh, in there. So if, if the bartender gave me a shot that size, I'd be yeah, I'd be pissed if I still was a drinker. Um, but yeah, good good to see uh, Charles in the chat, and uh, what what a pleasure it is to see to see the resistance coming together in meat space like it has with uh, Jonathan and Mark, right? Because the the digital world is ephemeral, but you know that those meat space interactions, you know, that it's harder for them to come and scrub those, and uh, yeah, you know. To, <laughs> The police state might be coming, but if there's a, there's anywhere that's going to be putting up resistance, it's uh, old US of A, because uh, because they're brought to you by the First and Second Amendment. Uh, I might remind you that we are sponsored by those First and Second Amendments. Let me just uh, will this work on this screen? No, <laughs> I'll do it. In the, I'll do it. I change over. But um, uh, yeah, there's a lot of brood bakers floating around out there, and you know the that makes that makes lick spittle authoritarian bureaucrats nervous and they will do anything and everything that they can including including gunning down kids uh, we know that these people aren't afraid of uh, causing human carnage and misery to get their way and uh, listen to me america do not surrender those rights do not go do not go silently into the night uh you just uh, you make sure that you hang on to that you do it in 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 a uh civilized manner right now passive resistance <laughs> when they when the gun grabbers come to your door make sure make sure you uh unleash unleash holy hell because uh the, it may be upon us uh sooner than we think have i ever seen fouchingers <laughs> no no and I think I think you'd struggle to find Fauci in the room. He's so diminutive. So, um, uh, da, 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 da. slowly making my way to the East Coast to find a new home. Um, you, you, you'd forgive the uh, the. <laughs> you'd let go of somewhere like Texas, dude. <laughs> I'm the free and the brave. Maybe maybe it's just the third world migration that uh, will be. Uh, it. they'll use drones on people yes yes daniel that this is this is where we're getting to right now and it's not going to be the predator type drones that we've had for the last 20 years it's going to be little micro drones that will come at you in swarms that are basically impossible to defend against because i you know they've got little explosive heads on and you know you can say oh, i'll put up some netting etc and you know little shape charges will blast through that and that the the swarm intelligence that they've been able to program into ever more compact space is unnerving to say the least um so uh yeah do do remember that folks so <laughs> before uh getting out before getting out the brew bakers going spree shooting do uh do, wait 
Wait, you'll know when the time is right. You'll get all the blood and guts you want that um, that much, I'm sure. So what are we going to be doing today? Uh, so <laughs> I've got to talk a little bit about the nuclear brinkmanship that's going on <laughs> in Europe right now. Um, and, you know, there's a, a, it's a fascinating discussion that um, Mark and Jonathan are having about the... Uh, the use of, how should we say, psychological operations with respect to nuclear weapons and their uh, and potentially their existence or their feasibility of use. Now, I'm of the opinion, I'll hedge my bets, that I think that they have managed to get that technology squeezed down into uh, into a deliverable package that. Um, you know, exceeds, you know, when you're talking about megatons of explosive power, um, it's far more, it, it's, it's such a scale beyond conventional explosives that we have to, it's difficult for me to d just dismiss it as just being all, uh, all make believe. And the problem is, is that I've worked with, nuclear chemistry i guess for want of a better word i've worked with uh particle beam accelerators and like the, the it's a very precision science and so um but but there's a there's a valid point to be had around what how they will leverage it against your mind to induce fear to induce control and you know very very Jermaine point was made in their discussion which is that at the moment right now they've burned through so much goodwill to, 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 from the public especially with the last holy shit that just sounded like a <laughs> that just sounded like a nuclear bomb going off it's a thunder right a rolling thunder uh, if the power goes off folks it's a, it's a lightning strike bolts from bolts from god uh, but th there's a th it's a very very um important discussion to be had and this is this is why when these technologies become miniaturized to the point where they become very easily deployable and th that happens to be the case with these pathogens right that you can start cutting and pasting because it, it, it's very nature that's the that's the the flexibility of of genetic material right that you you can go in and put a functional gene in and have it express uh, in an expression system of your choice uh coronaviruses being one of them but you know we know there we know that there are others we know that they're doing um you know fracking is a good example right they use gmo bacteria for scavenging the uh, I don't know what you call them wells. What, what would you call a fracking site when it is it still a well, still an oil well, wellhead? I don't know. But anyway, um, we that there's, there's an important discussion to be had about that, and you know maybe you know maybe there's a lot of scared bureaucrats etc. who are uh, well, like I said, struggle to comprehend the science because again there's this technical uh, barrier to to making the conceptual framework that you need to fully understand it 
And who knows? And, you know, I think Jonathan has a very good point that there were, there may have been a whole bunch of uh, privileged meetings that took place at the beginning of uh, this current pandemic where they said, well, you know, this, this could get really bad. You've got to help us get out the medical countermeasures. This is the only way to go. Otherwise, we uh, we fear the worst. And you know, I'm it's very difficult for me to make a make a decent rebuttal to that idea because I'm, I'm sure those mechanisms are in place because we know that we know that they were in place for the previous existential threats that we had which used to be nuclear war and perhaps our nuclear war again um when god starts censoring you <laughs> he hasn't done it yet so uh, i'm feeling i'm doing some things right so uh, very good point. Public doesn't understand nuclear stuff at all. In 2011, the Fukushima meltdown led to iodine being sold out in California. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Uh, good. Good point. <laughs> good point. Uh, right. So uh, anyway, so what I've, I, I had a few things. I want to do this neuroscience article that I've been getting to or, or trying to get to. And so, so I think this is going to be a very long stream. Uh, strap yourself in. But I, I came across a... Uh, publication from Francis Boyle, the, uh, I, I don't know if he's still, I presume he's tenured, so, um, but he's the guy that wrote much of the, uh, the legislation with respect to biowarfare and how we're supposed to treat it with respect to research programs. And um, I, th I think a lot of that has been uh, circumvented by many parties. And um, I want to read it because I think I think there's so much in it that we can extract, especially with hindsight being uh, 2020 and um, looking at the future, which is we have to bring to account these people that, well, who thought they were privy to information and didn't do the ethical thing. Instead, they followed orders. That's kind of the space that we're uh, pushing into and uh oh you'd be in a meeting with Boyle tomorrow that's uh wonderful charles i would charles please i would really really love to speak to francis boyle because I, I you know we need to treasure him um so so much it's uh it's a critical um critical that we we keep his keep him ensconced in safety <laughs> That's that's what I think right now. So I want to I want to go through this paper that just like I say it was in my feed this morning. I, I started reading it. I was like, oh wow, we we have to look at this and um, some other bits and pieces. So if my uh, if my uh, board behaves, oh transition. Oh, oh yeah, there we go. And uh, I'm gonna keep reminding everyone of this. And, uh, and <laughs> Doctor Strange love. Uh, I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. I love the bug uh, in this case. And uh, have you ever heard of a thing called covert moral bioenhancement? And I say, I don't think you need nanobots to be doing that. You need control of the information flows. And it might just be that these groups, these transnational groups, who, whatever it is that we're fighting, principalities, however you want to label it, um, might have felt that they were at a, at a critical juncture 
where they where they felt compelled to um, bring about I don't know the next uh, <laughs> next industrial revolution whatever it is and um, the uh, <laughs> covert covert moral <laughs> Bioenhancement uh, is a big part of that. So uh, I do also want to shout out uh, this one, which I, I find this one hilarious. Uh, it's a buggy, it's a buggy bug world. <laughs> Just um, this one's had me cracking up uh, all day. So bravo to you for this one. <laughs> Oh, a classic movie. Both of them. But the first fly and the, uh, what's his name? Jeff Goldblum fly. I, I remember watching The Fly as a kid on VHS. And I wasn't supposed to be watching it. <laughs> that, was, that, was a, that was an 18 movie back then. Triple X. <laughs> I was watching. I was watching all sorts. <laughs> That's why. So I'm not too concerned about my kids playing Roblox. <laughs> Minecraft. They're not watching video nasties all day. But uh, let's uh, let's move on. If you strolled in here wondering what's going on, why are you listening to me? Uh, I am in fact a legit scientist. Uh, I've published and shit and uh, have my own lab, and uh, still got access to labs should I need to flex those muscles, which I've been doing uh, somewhat in the last few weeks. Like I say. Um, Go see the previous streams looking at the concoctions from uh, the uh, global corporations. I do believe we've done enough of those. Um, of course, you're going to find contaminants in some just because of the industrial processes. But again, it's about the biology. It's time to do it in a test platform. And uh, monkeys, oh, my default is to monkeys because I consider that the gold standard. But uh, if we can induce amyloidosis in those monkeys, uh, woe betide the people that roll that out. <laughs> I can tell you, uh, Marty, thank you for putting uh, links. And uh, so, yeah, if you want to find out who I am, you can go to ResearchGate uh, or uh, you can go to uh, PubMed, etc. Uh, I'm all on there. If you want to bore yourself to death with uh, the stuff I used to do, uh, that's uh, that's available to you all for free. Uh, right. So housekeeping, um, please, please, because of the censorious world in which we find ourselves a world where they're not content they're not content just to uh, take away my digital accounts uh, for for speaking they'll take away my uh, banking my ability to bank online okay this is this means that these people mean business right i have three young kids and look as, in a way i have to thank thank allah allah Akbar! For being able to be in a position now where I can at least from my chair and house um, scratch a living um, and because of the you know my personal situation was that I was medically retired from a head injury and in Japan uh, you don't uh, you don't get um, <laughs> benefits at all <laughs> well you can you can but not for round eye gaijin uh, you have to fight uh, very very hard to get anything at all and um i can't be can't be bothered dealing with the uh, bureaucracies <laughs> it's too painful but uh you know this this website this little website and me speaking and trying to disambiguate some of these uh the the science that we're being oppressed with right that our technology has become so sophisticated that people people are caught between a rock and a hard place in trying to figure it out 
and the problem is that in such a society and culture you're dependent on so-called experts to help you navigate it and the well you know and i will say luckily for you know personally i wish this never all of this never happened i i wish that my children were growing up in a world where you know the I left it before before I cracked open my skull like Humpty Dumpty. Uh, there was uh, what there was what I considered to be something approximating a safety network with respect to the the science that was being foisted on the public. And what we've seen is is that I knew that there were gaping holes in it, but there was still somewhat of a net. And we've I've seen over the last two years, two and a half years, it, it, my worst imaginings were just a, <laughs> just, just a small, small sliver into the, uh, the degeneracy that was going on. And so this, this website um, allows me to uh, reach out to people. If people appreciate what they do, um, they've taken away my PayPal. I'm not allowed PayPal anymore. No PayPal banking for Dr. Kev because uh, he's, uh, well, <laughs> he puts up edgy memes. Got, got an edgy soundboard. Is that, is that, is that what, that's, that's, the, that's the metric now through which they'll come and, they'll come and stamp their QR codes into your face? Is, is that how they're going to do it? And the thing is, it is. And this is this is why, again, I'm going off on tangents today. But you know, we've got to this this merging of corporate and, and government government. It's got to be stopped. Got to got to be stopped because you're not gonna. The public has no redress. You're just going to be put on the constant helpline to <laughs> to for complaints. And you're going to be listening to some sketchy version of Buck or Beethoven as they as they just flick you from one department to another and then tell you oh we're, we're not going to do business with you yeah you've been uh, you've been deleted you don't comply with our terms of service okay and um now sending paypal and other like services are now sending all transactions to the irs um yeah of course of course um that and this is why we have to find alternative ways and that's why um there is a link you can take that link wtyl top tip jar okay and you can use that i don't see your credit card or anything it's a proper payment processor and um it will it will debit your account if you want to help support this work if you want someone like myself to keep reading through the science and pointing out the incongruences in in their um in their narratives that they're pushing at you um you can of course become a patreon um kev's been trying for two and a half years to reach a hundred patreons can't quite do it i'm always stuck in the 80s for some reason so um if you were if you were supporting before by sending a paypal now and again um if you could think about patreon for the as it works at the moment um consider that and uh it's useful for me because there are there are costs because right now one of the ways that i think is the solution to this uh, corporate garrote that's being put around our necks is to make is to build the alternatives and you know i get it you know <laughs> lead code etc and uh, but we are we are working on building out uh, ways to make sure that a voice gets out there and we have some 
record of it and so that requires uh, the maintenance of servers etc and um it does has require the uh, tax evading blick simon phoenix gets his uh bucket of kfc chicken and watermelon and his 40 ounce <laughs> otherwise he gets all crotchety and uh so please uh consider supporting me there uh you can join the discord that's open uh and of course register to be notified um i don't know how like i say uh losing paypal uh <laughs> the diagnose have dried up significantly they know it hurts right that's why they do it um but for the moment i'm still paying for uh email services you can uh sign up and get an alert when i go live and um there's an unsubscribe button uh if you if you find it too much if there's too much noise coming through and of course here's the streaming platform let me just refresh that i should be streaming live right now um the performance has been significantly boosted in the uh last uh, days or so and uh, hopefully we can sort of build it out from there and you know i don't just i think my only my only limit is just no uh no adult no video nasties <laughs> no video nasties like you had when i were a lad just uh no 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 pornography keep the keep the keep the pornos let the pornos have enough enough bandwidth already on the internet so i don't i don't want to be hosting them but anything else um if you want to uh, uh stream on this platform uh, you can do you can upload uh straight away if you want to put stuff up there and it's uh, it's good to see uh there are numbers clicking up there so uh, it is kind of working um we need to get more content creators on there so uh, yeah that's uh housekeeping done so let me just do that have i forgotten anything oh yeah of course and you can you can watch live uh on mckay and dojo that works as well um straight away there right so the live stream will go there and the stream recorded stream will be on wtyl.live or we talk you listen.com etc etc all right enough enough of the uh, housekeeping let me uh, move on move on to uh, this <laughs> day old so uk right this this is this is how bad it's getting in europe right and you know we should be concerned again this isn't uh this isn't going and kicking abdul in the crotch in uh in the desert or uh the mountains of afghanistan uh there are consequences to, to poking poking the russian bear and one of those is that for some crazy reason i guess post cold war they thought it would be a good idea to um put energy dependency in with russia start feeding off their uh, their prodigious reserves but anyway the the russians <laughs> once, you, once you piss them off uh, ivan's gonna make life uncomfortable for you because ivan understands uh what it means to be uncomfortable and he can be uncomfortable far far longer than most most pudgy cosseted western europeans <laughs> westerners westerners in general the anglosphere the anglosphere has forgot what it feels like to feel cold hungry uh hot because you need air conditioning etc and uh this so now now the gas being cut off is causing uh is causing the uk to have 
liquid natural gas shipped from Australia, shipped from Australia to um, to ports in the UK. Now, I'll, I'll wager this, that those liquid natural gas supplies uh, are not going to be going to the council housing estates. No, no, no. You can be sure. You can be sure that your betters, your betters are going to have uh, little, uh, little, what, what do you call them? Not a gas tank, I guess. Not a better description. But their own personal liquid natural gas uh, reserves on their estates. And that's what will be being filled up with these tankers. Now, what I notice there is there are a whole bunch of pinch points <laughs> that Ivan if he wanted to, could make shipping that liquid natural gas even more expensive than it currently is. But that's, we find ourselves in a situation where once once energy is, is being fucked with at such a fundamental level, um, you're not, you're not that far off from full on, full on fisticuffs. They're going to, they're going to throw down properly. And in, light of that um it's i'm gonna i'm gonna we don't have to read this article i just wanted to bring it up in the context of the next the next report and let, let the hotty dotty uh do some speaking which is that russia right now has basically common oh, not common but taken over the territory around which sits europe's largest largest nuclear reactor complex now um i say i don't know if uh, i don't know if we can uh, push the button as it were and unleash those icbms and vaporize uh, cities in minutes i do know this that uh, radioactive waste is pretty damn toxic and you you won't betide anyone that uh, that, that goes spreading it willy-nilly around the environment it's not good for you and hang on missus is getting uh i can hear some shouting all right that's not 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 aimed at me <laughs> i can carry on so uh let's let's get an update on this situation and uh no, no I'll, I'll give my thoughts on it let's uh let's i just want to watch the hotty dotty for a while to the war raging in ukraine where both Russia and Ukraine have reported fresh shelling around the Zaporizhia nuclear plant. That has reignited the blame game between the two. Kiev accused Russia of blackmailing the world with its actions at Europe's largest nuclear plant. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky called for new sanctions on Russia and highlighted the consequences of a catastrophe at the nuclear plant. Russia does not stop its blackmail actions at the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant and around it. Provocative shelling of the nuclear plant's territory continues. Under the cover of the station, the occupiers are shelling the nearby towns and communities. If a terrorist state allows itself to completely ignore the demands of the international community, and even more so on such a sensitive topic, then this clearly indicates the need for immediate action. Now, I, I, don't, I don't buy anything that this guy says. Now, what I wanted to do is I wanted to... Uh, this was a fascinating listen. Uh, I'm going to put the link in the chat. And this is, uh, I don't know, never heard of the guy before, George Lyason. But he's a reporter that's been in the Ukraine and the Donbass since before hostilities broke out in 2014. And he gives another interpretation of what Zelensky is alluding to there, which is that um, Russia is um, well bombing and um, putting, Jesus, that thunder's loud. 
Let's have a go off, folks. Uh, it, it's censorship from Alora Pie. Um, but I just want to play the first few minutes of this. And uh, it's it's another data point that I think we have to take into account. Itself within the, the compound of the nuclear plant. Can you just give um, a little bit of a description as to what's really going on? <clears throat> Sorry. Well, Ukraine started using suicide drones to shelling, firing rockets, and they're determined to... Um, so Ukraine started using suicide drones, which we've seen uh, in Crimea already. And th apparently they've been shelling this nuclear plant. Now, oh, I should let it play. <laughs> now, what's thing is, if the Russians hadn't taken over the plant, um, with the spent fuel, uh, the Ukraine uses a dry storage for it. They don't use a wet storage underwater. They're in casks. Mm. But where that storage area is, they found um, 30 tons or 40 tons of enriched uranium, uh, uranium and 40 kilos of plutonium. The Ukraine. <laughs> Sorry, man. But if, how many? How many tons? They found um, 30 tons or 40 tons of enriched uranium. Uh, uranium. And 40 tons of enriched uranium. Okay. And how much? 40 kilos of plutonium. 40 kilos of plutonium. Now, um, my understanding is, is that uh, it, it's much harder to make a uranium fissile device. You, you need, say, you've got to enrich it, which is what uh, Iran is trying to do all the time. Um, but my understanding is is that you once you need kilos of plutonium to reach a fissile type reaction not not it's that which is the kickoff to a fusion weapon but you, you you've got to you've got to have the fissile ex explosion first in order to cause fusion and plutonium is a much more amenable um ignition source than uranium uh, you need you need far far more uh, uranium than you do plutonium, and, and like I say, my understanding is is that well, maybe it's not true, maybe nukes are maybe nukes are fake and gay for all I know, but um, it's just a couple of kilos is enough with plutonium to um, really uh, get those uh, get those Armageddon wet dreams uh, are flowing, but um, it's. This is this. It would be a huge tactical error on behalf of the Russians to seed anything around the, these plants. Right? There's Chernobyl for one, and uh, this one that we know of. And in this instance, um, the the rapscallions who would who would bring war and devastation on this world. I don't think that they'd give two two nanoseconds of thought to using those materials to get their way right now especially especially as nato seems to be on the losing side of this particular equation all their javelins and all their all their troop training that they did over the last eight eight years um is you know <laughs> it's the just the nature of it are just being ground ground up by the superior logistics of the Russians who can just continue to pour pour war materials into into the region and 
do I do, now? You, I guess there's a moral argument of if, if as a country you feel existentially uh, threatened, that you have the right to use any weapon that you would you would see fit. Then well, you know I, maybe there's discussion to be had right there and then. But from my perspective, <laughs> there's a from from Russia's perspective. My perspective of Russia's perspective, if that makes sense, it, it, they would be incredibly foolish to um, to to allow anything happening around in or around those facilities. Now, if it's true that Russia is using it as a fire point onto Ukrainian forces um, within the station, I, I I think that's uh, that's a no no. Um, but I don't, I don't have a problem understanding why the Russians would have around the the reactors, not within, but around in, in the region, uh, all the defenses necessary to make sure that it it remains intact. Now, um, you know, there's a there's a question here of you know uh, would would the Russians be prepared to you know have another Chernobyl like event can we could would they just let it go super critical and let all that um that plutonium explode because the thing is the russians live there too and i'm not i'm not so sure they're that keen on uh plutonium in their vodka <laughs> Let's see. It says, with modern two-stage weapons, plutonium and uranium are used simply for ignition of a fission blast, which creates the temperatures necessary to trigger fusion of tritium. Yes, that, that, that's my uh, layman's understanding of nuclear weapons. And they've got all manner of shields, I guess, around it for deflecting x-rays and stuff back into the... or focusing x-rays back into the device. So it all happens very, very quickly. But... Um, Let's let's just have a few more uh, insights from this individual who has been there since before the war started. He's married to a, um, I guess, Ukrainian, but Ukrainian from uh, Donbass. Well, some people argue that's Russian. <laughs> that just means Russian. The Ukrainians were setting about to making real dirty bombs. Um, there's, this is a nuclear power plant. There is no reason for that material to be there to begin with. It's not something that you'd use in a plant, but it is something that you could hide there. Mm. It would be a lot easier to hide than other places because you're not going to have a radiation spike. Mm. So part of what Ukraine's doing, if the dome itself takes a hit, the domes are made for that. Um, the concrete's three, four feet thick. It's made to take missile strikes as a just in case, but not repeatedly. The problem is the cooling system. Uh, the cooling pipes are not all inside the dome. They leave the dome. They go to um, another building where the cooling plant is. Ukraine cut off power to that, and what it does is the water stays hot and it builds more <laughs> pressure. If they hit those pipes, do you remember that big cloud that went up over Fukushima? Yeah, of course, yes. That was the steam pipes breaking, yeah. being smashed. That's the worst event for a nuclear power plant. But at Zaporozhye, because of the way the plant's set up, and this is the largest nuclear power plant in Europe, um, it would be three times that. It would blanket Europe. It would blanket Ukraine. It would blanket into Russia. It would go into Turkey. It would go. That's I, look. I remember Chernobyl happening. I I can remember 
the news reports of uh, <laughs> picking up uh, picking up radioactivity all of a sudden, and and the denials from the Soviets at the time, and <laughs> I don't know that, that went on for about a week, I think. <laughs> they were saying no, there's not, nothing going on here. When you can, there's I've I've seen some documentaries where literally the the Soviets were sending in conscripts, right, and they would they would have to sort of done up in like a sort of heavy protective gear and they would get one shot at running in and pouring in uh, i guess some flame retardant material and then running back out and, and thousands of those men just didn't make it they didn't make it <laughs> they got all manner of uh all manner of uh radiation poisonings and whatnot <laughs> Yeah, Russia just claimed it was a minor event. <laughs> so that's it's it's very difficult for me to imagine a strategic scenario where Russia just says, "Oh yeah, we we can let those uh, we'll let the Ukrainians have it, let the Ukrainians have it where they can go where they can take plutonium and start making dirty bombs." And what? That you're going to allow them to smuggle uranium into uh, plutonium into Moscow, detonate it because that's that's the issue here, right? They don't don't need a a, a nuclear <laughs> like that mushroom cloud to make a city uninhabitable, right? You just gotta powderize your plutonium, and you can you can do that easily enough with uh, high explosives, and you you essentially make an area Im impossible for human beings to live what we're looking at. It took Chernobyl 15 days for the uh, contamination cloud just to, to circumvent the globe. Um, I'm not saying this would be any faster because it's a jet stream, but it would be much heavier. That's a fact. Oh, but I mean, are they really crazy enough to do this? Who's, I, I mean, Zelensky surely isn't in charge at this point. So who is pushing to this extent? I mean, well, it's, it's the same terrifying. people that have been pushing the whole time yeah um it's the nationalists behind it you have to understand that ukraine um again i'm not i'm not so sure it's uh it's the goose step in stefan bandera worshiping nationalists at this point i'm not i'm not buying that i you know i do think again you, you've got to think sort of dr strangelove scenarios right there there, there are those people <laughs> down in there nuclear shelters uh sitting around thinking about what they can do because their hide is on the chopping block which is why i wanted i'm, I'm sort of delaying getting to this um article from francis boyle but because when i read that article it's going to become abundantly clear that if the truth comes out that, they, that there are many many people who who are with the current laws as they are, as they are set up, culpable. So uh, it's just, I think, I think I, I've put the link for this. I think so. Please go and listen to it. it was, it's fascinating listening. Uh, what the, what this guy has been saying, and th this is, um, you know, maybe a different perspective to what uh, Zelensky is saying. Um, and again, Zelensky, we know, is just a puppet that's being steered by, well, again, you know, I, I don't know. I don't think NATO quite covers it. Uh, it's, it's deeper than that. 
Meanwhile, the Russia-installed officials near the site claimed that about 25 heavy artillery strikes from US-made M777 howitzers had hit the nuclear plant. The surrounding residential areas as well, Russia's news agency quoted the administration of accusing Ukrainian forces of striking areas near the power plant. Denying the charge, Ukraine said that Russian forces had shelled the city and tried to make it appear as though Ukraine was attacking it. This comes after the world nuclear watchdog, the International Atomic Energy Agency, warned the world against the risk of a disaster if the fighting does not stop here. Russian Defense Ministry reportedly held a phone call with UN Chief Antonio Guterres to discuss the conditions for the safe functioning of the plant. Moscow reportedly also agreed to allow IAEA to visit the nuclear plant for assessment. However, it later said that it would be too dangerous for any mission to travel through the capital, Kiev, to inspect the plant. The United Nations, however, has said that it does have the logistics and the security capacity to support a visit by the IAEA if both Russia and Ukraine agree. My understanding from the IEA is that they would like to see this mission go as quickly as possible. They, it's their mandate. They're in the lead. We will support them in any way we can. And this, I think the statement is pretty clear that we have the, the security, the logistics capacity to help them get to Zaporizhia from Kiev, right? Uh, um, why from Kiev? I, I can I can understand Russia being uh, somewhat uh, <laughs> somewhat miffed about that. Why did why did they have to come from Kiev? Why not? Why not come in from the east? Say again. I've lost all faith in UNs, NATOs, etc. I think they've all abstinized. They're all abstinized, and uh, maybe they're all getting those uh, those assholes are twitching, twitching like a like a homos, like a homos <laughs> monkeypox pandemic. <laughs> But there needs to be an agreement with the two, um, uh, with Russia and uh, and Ukraine, for obvious reasons. That we know that the, the power plant is currently in territory held uh, by Russia. Now, Zaporizhia nuclear power plant is the largest in Europe with six reactors. The power plant was captured by Russia after the country began its invasion of Ukraine in late February this year. It is also the first such plant ever to be involved in any such conflict. Yeah, and that's a, that's an important point, right? <laughs> Galavanting around the Middle East. It uh, didn't come with the material risks that having a full-on conflict like like we have in Europe right now. A conflict where we've got trench warfare. Trench warfare, something that <laughs> I'd hoped as a species we'd left behind as a, as a distant, horrible nightmare from the last century. But no, no, we've got it right on our doorsteps again. Only this time, this time with... Uh, <laughs> These howitzers blasting back and forth. And so, again, if they've held this territory since February, um, I find it hard to believe that they they would be shelling themselves. And so who's who are the, again, the inspectors, etc. We've seen that the uh, the inspectors when with Butcher were not uh, were not level with the public there. There was there was plenty of, uh, how should we say, ambiguity in that situation yet we had uh vander no what's the european that blonde bimbo vander vander uh going there and immediately it was blame blame russia and so um i i would imagine russia is very very cautious right now about who and what they let into that region i would be Is now available in your country. Yeah. Uh, silence. Hi, Di. I do like speaking, but um, Abada, good to see you. 
let's see. Let me just catch up with the chat real quick. We have the movie on the documentary channel at W2. Oh, that's good to know. I'll keep an eye out for it. Uh, the breadbasket of the world. Uh, yeah, like I say, you want to you want to try and keep those nuclear isotopes locked up if you can. <laughs> you don't want all that wheat getting irradiated. Uh, let's see. If something blows, it will take a lot longer to build back better in the area. <laughs> yes. Uh, good night, Collie. Uh, uh, take care. Uh, all criminals playing the role. Maybe, uh, maybe the UN can write one of those letters. <laughs> yes, Ukraine, NATO want UN to declare area as demilitarized zone to stop Russian advancing any further. Uh, yeah, I I could well believe that being a tactical uh, aim, strategic aim right now. Uh, but I, again, I'm. I, I do neuroscience. I do war. I try to avoid it. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Aurora, good to see you. You cannot argue about the details of nuclear inspections because it is literally too dangerous to share the details. Uh, you cannot argue about the details of nuclear inspections because it's literally too dangerous to share the details. Uh, meaning that they would give away look i mean i i do think nuclear power is real dude i do i do think those reactors are real <laughs> I, do, I do think radioisotopes are real like i say whether that whether they go bang like they've claimed you know i guess we don't know till it happens but for sure for sure shit i think i think those elements are uh are, are radioactive don't eat the rockfish or <laughs> Japanese are eating uh, all the sushi that they like. They don't care. Right. Uh, done that, done that. And um, I'll skip that for now. Uh, so <laughs> here comes my pitch for uh, Pappy Putin. Good old Pappy Putin. Uh, giving, giving it a stern, stern ticking off to the west and putin slams bigotry and stagnation of western dominated world um i'm inclined to agree with him considering the uh censorious nature in which we uh, which i find my uh myself um <laughs> russian president vladimir putin on tuesday accused the west of seeking to prolong the war in ukraine and impose a unipolar world order that prevents nations from choosing their own path more and more states and nations choose to pursue their own path free of sovereign development these processes are opposed by western globalist elites that provoke chaos and spark old and new conflicts putin said tuesday at the inaugural address to the 10th annual moscow international security conference now again i'm going to find it difficult to argue with old pappy putin's words there and there's a people have a right, you know, especially uh, especially how do we say the old world, right, with their cultures and customs, where you know, we don't you don't want global homo shoved down their throats, right? They have a way of doing things, right, a, a way that's been you know, it's a process of evolution, if you like, that their their cultural mores and. That's uh, there's this push by Western interests to make sure that everyone conforms to what I would argue is a convergence of corporatism. And look, do, do I think corporates really care about homos or radfems, etc.? 
not really. Not 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 to the extent that they'd really undercut their own profit margins, I guess. But they'll they'll it'll certainly be used as a kosh to come in and beat people over the head for saying, "Oh, the way that you're doing it is wrong." Now, look, I don't I don't want to see uh, I want to see homos being thrown off uh, four story buildings just yet. Yeah, get get back in the cupboard a little bit somewhat. Can we can we stop with the Sodom and Gomorrah and the public felching uh, <laughs> at Pride Family Fem? friendly events where the monkeypox is uh, is spreading far and wide can we just wind that back a little a little <laughs> people people do find it objectionable somewhat but no we we we're, we're apparently we're going to be forced to have these values shoved down our throat and i i think the world would be far far worse off for it Anyway, uh, let's carry on. Putin claimed that Western elites are working tirelessly to preserve hegemony and power that is slipping out of their hands and keep countries in the grip of neo-colonial order that serves their interests. The hegemony means stagnation for the whole world, for all of civilization. It means bigotry and cancel culture. It means neoliberal totalitarianism, said Putin. I couldn't have worded it better myself. Uh, Putin has repeatedly accused the West of trying to cancel Russia and of infringing on Moscow's sphere of influence in Ukraine, which it invaded in February after months of demanding that NATO pull out of the pro-Western country. He also justified the invasion with baseless claims that Kiev... Why are they baseless? <laughs> with baseless claims that Kiev has been overtaken, been taken over by Nazis and that Russian speakers in eastern Ukraine's Donbass are being subjected to genocide. <laughs> in his comments Tuesday, Putin accused Western countries of needing conflict to maintain their hegemony. Um, yeah, uh, I think I think there's a good argument to be made there that there is there is that element of of the West right now. It's it's wrung everything, it's wrung everything else dry, and war war is always a good little earner, right? especially when you get to play both sides. Uh, where, where was I? Um, this is why they prepared the fate of being cannon fodder for the people of Ukraine, implemented the anti-Russia project, turned a blind eye to the spread of neo-Nazi ideology, to the massacres of the inhabitants of Donbass, he said. The Russian president said that Washington alleged meddling in Ukraine brought Russia to conduct a special military operation in full accordance with the Charter of the United Nations. The goals of this operation are clearly and precisely defined. These are to ensure the security of Russia and our citizens, to protect the inhabitants of Donbass from genocide, said Putin. Putin added that the US is attempting to prolong the war in Ukraine and also aims to spread chaos further by provoking conflict between China and Taiwan. Um, I'm, I'm inclined in the current environment, um, in light of the history that we know now because of people like Mark, that there's a, there are a class of individuals who are part of this contiguous government, etc., who, who, who I, don't, I don't know what the, mentality of it is well it's privilege right they what they want to keep the they want to keep all the all their special special rights that they uh they keep for themselves and like i say they they the old paradigms don't work anymore <laughs> it's especially especially with automation getting to the point where yeah we could be we could be on the cusp of a, a well i think we are on the cusp we've already sort of blown past it it's how quickly the technology gets released uh to the public um look anyone can buy a 3d printer now 
you can get a pew pew. Which reminds me that this science podcast and streams brought to you by the First and Second Amendment. When they kick out your front door, how you gonna come? Put your hands on your head, on the trigger of your gun. That's right, folks. Uh, you don't want no cheap AK knockoff. You want something that bit special for the upcoming uh, upcoming celebrations, global governance celebrations. You want a brew baker, something that you can hang down to the children with all your family crest engraved on it and say you were there for the great zombie wars of the 21st century. Right. So uh, we can have the man himself uh, speaking. So um, I trust this is uh, Putin calls out transnational elites. You go, Pappy Putin. Ситуация на Украине показывает, что США пытаются затянуть этот конфликт. И точно так же они действуют, разжигая конфликтный потенциал в Азии, Африке, Латинской Америке. Как известно, недавно США в очередной раз сознательно попытались подлить масло в огонь и раскачать ситуацию в Азиатско-Тихоокеанском регионе. Американская авантюра в отношении Тайваня – это не просто поездка отдельного безответственного политика, а часть целенаправленной, сознательной стратегии США. The U.S. adventure to Taiwan is not just the actions of one irresponsible politician; it is a conscious and targeted strategy of the U.S. to destabilize and chaoticize the region. Frightened chaos, I guess, would be the the region and the world is a rude demonstration of their disrespect towards other countries and their international obligations wow. <laughs> i'm inclined to agree and again i think that there are a whole bunch of uh, lick spittles spineless lick spittles that are getting very worried getting very worried right about now for the uh for the situation in which we we're finding ourselves because people are asking questions oh uh, oh charles rixey it's getting in there like, like Marines, we need we need more Marines like Charles Rixey to get in there and uh, start making them a little bit nervous. По дестабилизации и хаотизации обстановки в регионе и мире. Наглая демонстрация неуважения к суверенитету других стран и к своим международным обязательствам. Видим в этом тщательно спланированную провокацию. Очевидно, что с помощью подобных действий западные глобалисты <laughs> We've seen Pelosi's visit, thoroughly planned provocation. It is evident that Western globalist elites are attempting to distract their own citizens from very dire socio-economic problems, living standards falling, unemployment, poverty, and deindustrialization. Again, these are things that I've been harping on about for two and a half years. And I say I, I've got no love for these bastards, and I don't I don't think the average American does either. Right? You you're being you're being choked by an oligarch class. We all are. We all are, and they've they've subverted every institution that we thought we had. There's 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 nothing left, which is why I have the old axiom: let it burn, let it burn, but in a metaphoric way, Minecraft way. Let's get in there and let us let us prune back the the most cancerous parts of it. We can see what they are, where they are, who's involved. It's not, it's not that hard. We've just got to loosen the grip of this oligarch class. Look, man, how we can do like we did with the Indians. We can give them their little reservations. <laughs> you can keep one, one stately home and grounds, provided you pay for its upkeep. How about that?
How about that? Just one. You'll have one home. Pick one. Российские элиты в том числе пытаются отвлечь внимание своих собственных граждан от острых социально-экономических проблем. Падение уровня жизни, безработицы, бедности, деиндустриализации. Переложить собственные провалы на другие страны, на Россию, на Китай, которые отстаивают свою точку зрения. Строят суверенную политику развития. And compare that to Biden, right? That's that's what that's what the West has right now. That's who we've got going to bat for us. Biden, like th this man, is just gonna bolt round, uh, bolt round, and decrepit like Biden. Like I say, if you if you're gullible enough to think that Biden is pulling any strings, um, you got another thing coming. But if 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 what we're dealing with is a woke globalist class, then, you know, I I think a wily old tough bastard like uh, Putin is likely is likely to waltz around them as well. <laughs> Russia and China are going to have lots of fossil fuels while the West shuts down. Yep. Uh, David Crocker, Truth Media. Good to see you. Um see uh let's see that's why i'm headed to dc my plan is to stay up there until the job is done well, god bless you charles and um please uh godspeed to you all right uh now um what's, what's this yes this is brilliant um some uh i think uh we need uh we need some morale boosting so i'm, I'm gonna quickly uh dip out for a second uh but i want to play old gramps here uh let him let him talk some sense into uh the young'uns for a second <laughs> i took the time the other day to make a video while i was trimming a horse spoke my mind about Marcus Ray and his movement. I'm not gonna go back on what I said. I meant what I fucking said. But now I got a bunch of people asking me, oh, what are we gonna do? What should we do? Educate yourselves. Spread the word. The United Nations has just declared war on the truth. They're telling you outright that if you speak up, you're a conspiracy theorist. Shouldn't be believed. Should be approached in a certain fashion and the authorities should be contacted and all kinds of neat shit. So they want war? Arm yourself with facts. Get out there and start telling the people. If you don't want to do it on social media, do it in person. Do it on the telephone. Do it like we used to do, standing around on the street corner having a coffee. Do you know who your enemy is? The World Economic Forum, for 51 years they've been working at this. They've been planning and scheming, working as hard as they can. And now, here we are. Klaus Schwab has admitted that for over 45 years, they've been working directly with the CCP. Well, now here we are in Canada and the US, we got 5G military-grade 5G technology 
right across the country, where did it come from? Who owns that technology? And what's going to happen when they don't like us anymore? Get to know your enemy. Get to know the facts. Speak the fuck up and be a warrior. That's what we need to do instead of following Marcus like a bunch of fucking sheep. God bless that tough, gnarly old bastard. <laughs> I salute you, sir. I salute you. And, uh, well, apparently I had that strength. <laughs> I need to get out. I need to get out cutting lumber. <laughs> my, uh, my rector physique can't gonna take it no more. Otherwise, <laughs> I would. I'd be out there. I'd be out there swearing. Swearing at you all. Go on. Where is it? <laughs> Right, you little bastards! You will stand up straight or I will personally shit kick every far eastern buttock that appeared before my eye! Aye. <laughs> That's a uh, oh, stupid thing. <laughs> but, uh, for those who prefer a more eloquent uh, spin on uh, today's events, uh, there's this from uh, Professor Peterson. Um, uh, he's uh, he he's very uh, on point as well. Uh, I'd like to play this. We will not advance without resistance through the straits of your enforced privation. We will not allow you to steal and destroy the energy that makes our lives bearable and that produces our food and shelter and housing and the sporadic delights of modern life just to address your existential terror, particularly when it will fail to do so in any case. We will not allow our children to be criticized first for having the temerity to merely exist and then deprived of the prosperous and opportunity-rich future we strived so hard to prepare for them. We remain unconvinced that your frightened and self-congratulatory moralizing and intellectual pretension, ignorance of the limits of statistics and misuse of arithmetic. I love that ignorance of the limits of statistics. Ah, that's just a, that's a, it's like a cherubim singing in my ears. I love it. God, God, Dr. Peterson, tell him. We do not believe, finally, and most absolutely, that your declared emergency and the panic you sow because of it means that you should now be ceded all necessary authority. So, leave us alone, you centralizers of power, you worshippers of Gaia, you sacrificers of the wealth and property of others, you would-be planetary saviors, you Machiavellian pretenders and virtue signalers objecting to power, all the while you gathered around you madly. Leave us alone. Peace, Peterson. Peace. Now, look, I, I get it. It can be a divisive figure. Old, uh, old Jordan. <laughs> old Jordan. But um, he's, he's on point there. And like I say, I wish I wish I could unleash so many twenty dollar words in such quick succession as he does. For I, I resort, I resort to me old 
class working class roots start effing and blinding like uh, like this man <laughs> he's brilliant <laughs> i gotta play this one again as, as much as as much as i admire uh jordan and uh his use of machiavelli and uh talking about limits of statistics this is better <laughs> I took the time the other day to make a video while I was trimming a horse. Spoke my mind about Marcus Ray and his movement. I'm not gonna go back on what I said. I meant what I fucking said. But now I got a bunch of people asking me, oh, what are we gonna do? What should we do? Educate yourselves. Spread the word. The United Nations has just declared war on the truth. They're telling you outright that if you speak up, you're a conspiracy theorist. And they will come and take your PayPal like they have with me. Like I say, you, you, you don't think that there are people of, uh, what could consider their importance, uh, paramount, looking at people like me, trying to shut me up. And like I say, I don't, that they can't send the goons right round to kick in the front door because I'm not doing anything illegal yet. But that they can they can take away their their playthings as it were their corporate playthings, and they've declared war on us. He's right. He's right. Just just because the first blows are in the digital domain doesn't mean that it's not an aggression. You, you, you need to. And I'm speaking preaching to the choir here. Shouldn't be believed. Should be approached in a certain fashion, and the authorities should be contacted, and all kinds of neat shit. So they want war? Arm yourself with facts. Get out there and start telling the people. If you don't want to do it on social media, do it in person. Do it on the telephone. Do it like we used to do, standing around on the street corner having a coffee. Do you know who your enemy is? The World Economic Forum, for 51 years they've been working at this. They've been planning and scheming, working as hard as they can. And now, here we are. Klaus Schwab has admitted that for over 45 years, they've been working directly with the CCP. Well, now here we are in Canada and the US, we got 5G, military-grade 5G technology right across the country. Where did it come from? Who owns that technology? And what's going to happen when they don't like us anymore? Get to know your enemy. Get to know the facts. Speak the fuck up and be a warrior. That's what we need to do instead of following Marcus like a bunch of fucking sheep. Well, fucking Chad. <laughs> he rocks, man. <laughs> I don't know who Marcus is, who he's on about, but um, that's a, that's the a link. I heard David Croco mention his chat. He's, he's on TikTok. <laughs> God damn it, man. Check his guns out, man. Right. <laughs> Uh, banking and digital domain USA currency is supposed to be in metal denominations. Um, 
David Crocker says, I did a mandate protest, saw a lot of zombies that day. Yeah, yeah. Jordan is a millionaire. Yes. Look, man, I get it. Um, <laughs> Jordan Jordan is going to be a divisive figure. But I would, I would just say this. Be careful about engaging in purity tests right now. If not everyone is going to listen, <laughs> listen to Grandpa Chad here. Um, not everyone is going to want to listen to me. Right? I'm going to rub too many people up the wrong way. Right, like I say, my my role right now is just uh, I don't know what am I doing? I'm trying to scratch a living like that. <laughs> just uh, I need those funky bonds. But uh, the you, you've got to be you know, trust but verify. And if you know Jordan Peterson is a, a world expert on tyrannical regimes. Now, I, I get that he's done stuff for the UN and uh, maybe m a lot of people don't have the full scope or picture, right? And he, he, Peterson might have thought that, you know, that was a noble thing to be doing. The UN was uh, a, for all its faults, a uh, something that at least brought international leaders together. Maybe, maybe he thought that that was uh, a, a, a good thing to be doing. And I would I would argue that it probably still is. You must you must have lines of communication. But when when the when the dialogue is just one way all the time, and it's it's this corporate converged techno babble of I don't know of, of utilizing minority rights as a cudgel to 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 stamp on everyone's sovereign rights. Right and and your your immediate sovereign right so yourself and your family, and you you can't have that anymore. Right right now they'll they'll use state powers against you, should you should you be wanting to bring children up the way that you want to. You you want to tell them that uh, <laughs> public felching dudes um, at family friendly events is likely to lead to disease. Speaking of which. Um, <laughs> Where did it did it go? Did I keep that up? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I'll, I'll skip that one. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, I had a monkey pox. <laughs> I had a monkey pox one. Just for uh just for shits and giggles. Now, do I want to do this one? I can maybe how can I how can I approach this? <laughs> protecting protecting my youtube channel in such a way that um i've got i've got to be able to feed my children <laughs> if, I, if i get taken out there's uh there's uh not much between them and the predations of uh klaus <laughs> klaus and the the globalist oligarchs that would want to come and rub them out because they're excess carbon um let me see should i can i do this Probably not on YouTube. I'll save that for a non-YouTube day. Let me just catch up with the chat. Uh, shut up before I shove the log in your ass. Yeah. Chad Canadian. Yeah. Fort Knox is full of gold-plated tungsten. Check it out. Um, I believe so. Somebody says, love that guy. Yeah. Jordan has also been extremely ill, as has his wife. I took my fair share of benzos. Not judging. <laughs> Either I'd be dead. I'd be dead without mine. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to begrudge a man his uh, diazepam. 
the end of the day if you if you need them right if if you if, if your if your head's been scrambled your noggin has been scrambled they, they're kind of useful um let's see the fact is peterson helped a lot of lost boys straighten up their acts yes i think so uh have you talked about dog fuckers yet yes did that in the last stream um skilled drinkers are always crucified i get what that means uh if you're having to think about it this long no uh jp is a puppet he spoke at the trilateral commission and is super boosted by the youtube algorithm those things are connected um yeah and like i say i i get it he's not going to be everyone's cup of tea um he's going to have done things in his past where um it, it's a it's a no-go for people but you know like i say when you're backs up against the wall when you've got monkey box ridden virtue signalers coming for you and your kids i say i'm not, I'm not gonna care where that uh, magazine comes from for me to slap into my brew baker and let him have it uh but uh, yeah, yeah retro fault crimes right so i want to get i want to get to this this um oh shit i didn't mean to do that this now, I wanted to uh, read from this article. Well, that's probably your job that you did do that. Um, so, now the thing is, I can't find a date on this. So, I don't know when this was um, published. But uh, it's it covers a lot of the ground that I think is important to the people that tune in that listen to this community because it, it brings up the concept of holding to account people who have been engaged in work that they know was of dual use research of concern and has been uh, and they know that they're on the hook for it and this is this is why i'm gonna spend the time to read not all of it but I want to read about a third of it, and we're just going to walk through through this um, line by line because I, I think it covers a lot of. Yeah, it's not that much, right? But I wanted to read from number four. Despite laws, biowarfare experimentation is alive and well. I'm inclined to agree with him. I think the push by certain groups and narrative controllers to always, always try to move the discussion away from biowarfare is a uh, is, is a controlled op of some form. Because it the simple fact is, is this technology falls directly into this particular in, into that domain. And, and unless we hold ourselves to the highest standards, then it's game over. If, if it's not, if it's not this year, it's next year or the year after when when something really nasty crawls out from the pit. And like I said, I think the human race is at a critical juncture right now, and we have to we have to make examples of the people who who took the money. They took the money and they played the game because ah, it was the benefit to them. Whether it's that curry chomper at Texas Primate Center, nudging results. I can't remember his name now. Kuma, whatever. Kuma. That, that, of all, that of all 
you know, try to take take a little bit extra. Haven't been honest. And literally, the average Joe, right, has to is forced to play by rules. The the, the these scumbags instantiate. And so, like I say, I think this this essay is of incredible importance. Uh, so as noted, the Wuhan lab is a designated WHO research lab, which may sound perverse, considering these facilities specialize in developing and researching dangerous pathogens that can easily be turned into bioweapons. And again, let's not get caught up on, oh, it's not that lethal. Doesn't have to be lethal to act as a, act as a weapon, right? To maim and injure is, is good, right? That's what, that's what you want to do to your enemy. You want to spook your enemy as well. However, we should not be surprised as who is up to its eyeballs in this type of work and has been for quite some time. The US Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and the drug industry also appear to have had their hand in many of the outbreaks of what appear to be weaponized viruses. At this point, it's not necessary to go through the long history of Big Pharma getting involved in these affairs. There are huge amounts of money here. I believe the West African Ebola pandemic originated out of the US BSL-4 facility in Sierra Leone. So the US has a BSL-4 facility in Sierra Leone. Not BSL-2 or 3, a BSL-4. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> and that they were testing out an experiment, so experimental so-called vaccine that contained live Ebola and gave it to these poor people, killing about 12,000 of them. Now, like I say, in light of what we've learned over the last two and a half years, it doesn't sound that far-fetched to me. As for the CDC, it's been involved in every type of biological warfare death since one could possibly imagine. It's a matter of public record that during the Reagan administration, the CDC and the American Type Culture Collection sent 40 shipments of weapons-grade biological warfare agents to Saddam Hussein in Iraq in the hope and expectation that he would weaponize these agents and use them against Iran. Mm -hmm. that's, why, that's why poor Charles got thrown into the sandpit. To go and clear up that particular mess. <laughs> of course, the problem is that when that war was over, an order was given to US military forces to blow up Saddam Hussein's biological warfare facilities. And that is not how you deal with biological warfare weapons. It contaminated US troops. And that was a causative factor in Gulf War syndrome that murdered about 11,000 US troops and disabled about 100,000. Now, I, I don't know about this particular statement here. The, did we did we blow up their biological warfare facilities? Anyway, uh, the U.S. government spent one hundred billion on biological warfare programs since September eleventh, two thousand eleven, up until October twenty fifteen. Holy shit! <laughs> what a number! What a number! Is that is that September eleventh, two thousand and one? Put it into perspective, the US spent 40 billion, assuming a constant dollar value, on the Manhattan Project, which developed the atomic bomb. Like the Manhattan Project, this is a US offensive biowarfare industry at work today. Also, the US has some 13,000 death scientists working within the biowarfare industry. 
Clearly, the Reagan administration, under the influence of its neoconservatives, who definitely believe in biological weapons and ethnic-specific biological weapons, you can see that in the PNAC report, were engaged in the use of DNA genetic engineering for the purposes of manufacturing biological weapons. And again, I, I, I don't find that that incredulous. I don't. I don't. And I, I think now that we've reached that Rubicon, I guess. That the the technology is suddenly it's, it's so permissive that yeah you can you can start targeting people individually. I say you, you multiple <laughs> give your DNA over and they can they can find a way to get to you for binary tertiary agents. Um, that's why, uh, this, that is why I gave a congressional briefing in Washington, DC in 1985. I was asked to do that by the council for responsible genetics that I worked with, which involves some of the leading life scientists in the world, including from MIT and Harvard. Well, we know that those institutes have been Epsteinized now. I spent seven years at Harvard. I have three degrees and I knew these people. They asked me to serve as their counsel and give this congressional briefing. I blew the whistle, and then they asked me to draft the U.S. domestic implementing legislation for the Biological Weapons Convention, which I did. Professor Jonathan King wrote the foreword to my book, Biological Warfare and Terrorism, 2005. In other words, the leading MIT professor of molecular biology supported what I was arguing in it. <sighs> so disturbing, <laughs> disturbing paragraph or, or section. Five, pandemics repeatedly used to further police state. Again, um, I can see, I can see that emerging in the current environment. It's why I continue to keep doing what I'm doing. If you don't believe in crimes against humanity, you don't know history. Yep, I knew this was all coming years prior to it happening. I tried to warn people, finally found him up gave up because most people didn't believe or didn't want to know people were too afraid to see yeah let's see okay okay the canine monkeypox <laughs> published date 2021-02-05 thank you thank you David just catch up with the chat here we can't yell about how woke how the woke are destroying western civilization and then complain about imperfections of everyone who stands up and speaks the truth i agree charles i i agree um i agree uh, very much so uh, okay so yeah okay i'm on uh i'm on the i don't want to get the chat away from me right now don't throw the baby out with the bath water yes i agree incapacitating weapons cause more harm in some ways than outright lethal but warnings of ethnic target might be more of a psychological effect stir the pot well again the um you can it's it's not i, I would say look we we, we have the information to hand the libraries to hand where ethnic targeting is a is a real possibility and unless unless we get a handle on it somehow 
it, it has it has the chance of causing all kinds of repercussions. Don't underestimate the ability of the tools that have are extant at the moment. Now it, it might still be hit and miss, but for sure you can edge your bets in a particular direction. And it's not like they haven't been trying for a very long time. We know this. And again, you know, part part of the getting to grips with the current frameworks around which countries are operating is to make sure that everyone is a signatory to the conventions and they adhere to them. <laughs> right now, there's two countries which are not adhering to them, the US and Israel. And, you know, you can complain about Russia, etc. And um, I don't speak Russian. Um, I expect, you know, I'm pretty sure that if we needed to, we could force our way into Russia to do an inventory check. But they were having their facilities inspected up till very recently. And, and until until we we know the countries that have the requisite skill sets and they have to be under international supervision. And I don't, I don't know how we make sure that they're not Epsteinized in some way. And that's always going to be a problem. And this this is why I think that there's a you know, you've you've got to have a, well, as clean a, a cleaner past as possible right and and it to be transparent and there has to be mechanisms for if people get put into positions where they can be doing inspections that people can raise objections about it that it that it's as i hate the word meritocracy but as meritocratic as as possible Who will be the deciders, they say, if it's to be ethnic targeted? Who decides? If they can, they would. Um, again, uh, like I said, we're... Uh, yeah, Davey, uh, that's the paper that I had lined up. <laughs> but I did I did have it lined up. <laughs> Severe monkeypox. I'll, I'll save it for another stream, dude. But thank you for that message. All right, so... Um, pandemics and police states. So pandemics have been used to chip away public freedoms. For example, the Anthrax scare of 2001 was used as the impetus for signing the Patriot Act, which was the first step in taking away many of our personal freedoms and rolling out a complete surveillance state. I agree. I agree. Uh, and what do we know about that? Is we know that that was um, American-made anthrax. It weren't Abdul scraping off bacteria off the back of his sheep that he's just shagged. And as I pointed out in Biowarfare and Terrorism 2005, I think the same same people who were behind 9-11 terrorist attack were also behind the Amerithrax. But I'm just connecting dots there. Amerithrax came out of a US government biological warfare weapons lab and program. I publicly blew the whistle on that the first weekend of November 2001. The Council for Responsible Genetics was having its convention at Harvard Divinity School and I was chairing a panel with Professor King and other experts on biological warfare on, on 
and on U.S. biological warfare programs. As I was walking into the Harvard Divinity School, Fox TV had a camera crew there, and I said, Obviously, this came out a U.S. biological weapons program and lab. I conducted the session and made the same comment there. Then I made a comment to a Washington, D.C. radio station to that effect and then to the BBC. So everyone in the world heard me. At that point, someone gave an order that I was never to be interviewed again by any mainstream news about biological warfare programs. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And, you know, he was lucky that he was tenured. So he could, you know, he could still sort of for away in his office i guess and he had some some academic protection but yeah, i think he's onto a, i think he's onto something there same people who are censoring me are the same people like where i so important but i, I do think so if it's not them directly, it's the it's the AI programs and the quasi private military contractors that are legion now. That are all part of all part of narrative control. George Orwell's books, 1984, has become reality. Ever since I've lectured lawyers at DePaul Law School in Chicago about the totalitarian nature of the Patriot Act. Snowden has correctly pointed out the federal government is spying on everything we say, all our electronic communications, and again, the proof is I've been completely blackballed out of the US media. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Bioweapons are developed to be used. Uh, provocative statement. Uh, there's a lot that needs unpacking in this. Uh, Aurora Storm says, look what they did to Dr. David Kelly. He was a hero and Blair ordered his removal, allegedly. Um, yes, uh, again, you know, very, very suspicious circumstances surrounding Kelly. And, you know, around the around the whole Iraq, Middle Eastern boondoggle that was the last 20 odd years. And <laughs> the, the going in there and establishing a Jeffersonian democracy is... That's a republic, as noble as it was. I just, I just don't think that that was the overriding aims of that particular project. And again, I think there's, uh, oh, there's a particular group, particular group who swims in a sea of another of the same group of by name. I can't be careful what to say, uh, but um, there, it's their projects all the time has been has been for many a decade many a century and um, we have to at some point cauterize the wound and then then cut off any of the cancerous bits get them back in their box for, for a little bit let them know they've been rumbled as noted the u.s government has a large style stockpile of merithrax what a name. <laughs> a super weapons grade nanotechnology anthrax with one trillion spores per gram. And that is just the tip of the iceberg of the biological weapons developed. What is more, there is no doubt these weapons will eventually be put to use as they have been in the past. There was a tabletop exercise, which is a euphemism for a war game at John Hopkins University in fall 2019 on coronavirus. Oh, yeah, we know about that. Event 201. Their estimate was that it killed 65. Was it event 201? Yeah. Maybe uh, their estimate was that it killed 65 million people. John Hopkins has a BSL free facility and they proudly announce it on their website with justification that they work on developing vaccines. 
<laughs> the US government goes out around the world. This is a matter of public record and scour for every type of hideous disease, fungus, virus and bacteria one can possibly imagine. They then bring it back to these BSL-4 and BSL-3 labs and develop an offensive biological agent using DNA, genetic engineering and synthetic biology, which was originally set up by the Pentagon under DARPA. Once they have this offensive agent, they then proceed to develop a vaccine because the agent is no good unless you have a vaccine to protect your own people. In some, they're developing vaccines to have biological weapons because biological weapon consists of two elements, the offensive biological warfare agent in the first place, and then second, a vaccine to protect your own people. And this is what is being done at all these BSL-4 facilities and these BSL-3s as well. Looking at you, Ukraine. Mayor Biota. <laughs> Scumbags. <laughs> John Hopkins BSL-3 had dual use. That is what dual use means. They first developed the offensive biological warfare agent and then they developed the supposed vaccine. Indeed, well, I, I, vaccine is the wrong, wrong adjective here. A countermeasure. Countermeasure is what should be described here. Because it doesn't just, it, it's not just uh, vaccines as, as we commonly understand them. That's a minor point. Uh, indeed, John Hopkins University is the biggest recipient of research grants from federal agencies, including the National Institutes of Health, National Science Foundations, and the Department of Defense. It's also received millions of dollars in research grants from the Gates Foundation. In 2016, John Hopkins spent more than $2 billion on research products, leading all U.S. universities in research spending for the 38th year in a row. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Let it burn. Let it burn. That's just all the years that I was working, right? Which, which was my passion, which was, you know, modeling, modeling Tourette's, right? Because I, I felt, I felt that there was a justification in, in using primates in, in that level. Because there, there was this overlap with um, children, right? There was, a, there was an ethical justification. Try and get one fucking sent for research to help children but <laughs> if you if you want to bring all manner of ghoulish uh ghoulish parasites and germs back to tinker with them well it's just it's like manna from heaven <laughs> can fight that so this is what i wanted to get to this is this uh, this is what i think is the most important part can violations of biowarfare treaty be enforced? I think they can. I think they can. And I think yeah, the other side knows that they can as well. And this is why we're seeing the chaos engine being ramped up to 11. They know their asses are on the line. As mentioned, I drafted the U.S. domestic implementation drafted the US domestic implementing legislation for the biological weapons convention that law is still in force and will provide life imprisonment for everyone involved in the creation and release of SARS-CoV-2 the UNC article states uh, says exactly it was dealing with synthetic molecules in my biological weapons anti-terrorism act of 1989 I specifically criminalized by that name synthetic molecules 
The whole synthetic biology movement was set up and funded by the Pentagon's DARPA. In fact, DARPA money is behind synthetic biology, gene drive and all the rest of it. That is why at the first convention of synthetic biologists, in their final report, one of their key recommendations was the repeal of my Biological Weapons Anti-Terrorism Act. And there you have it. There you have it. That's where the cancer was injected. That's where the cancer was injected because all those lick splittles, all were looking at, all looking to get on the gravy train, huh? And there, were, there was legislation in their way. Wow. Because they fully intended to use synthetic biology to manufacture biological weapons. Well, I think it goes beyond that, right? There's, there's too, there's gold in them that, them there, them that hills. For those that manage to pull off synthetic biology, you start GMOing pathogens. Again, you know, fracking, fracking is possible because of GMO organisms. Is that synthetic biology? I would argue that perhaps it is. Now, you know, is is there an argument to be had about, you know, is it is it useful? It's is there a public good in manipulating bacteria to scavenge gas out of a fracking well? Maybe there is. But the problem the problem is it's a slippery slope. And the people that we put in charge of it are not up to scratch. We've seen that play out over the last two and a half years. You're watching it play out right now. As again, they're trying to leverage the scientific literature as they just did with their two science publications. And the <laughs> moron, Eddie Holmes, and that stupid, stupid little article that he had written where he's specifically trying to say, oh my God, it's got nothing to do with biowarfare agents. Oh God, please don't look there. Please don't. Uh, that is what they have done with COVID-19. The law still applies. It provides for life imprisonment for everyone who has done such a deed, including the scientists involved and everyone who funded this project, knowing it was existentially dangerous. So just how would we get the process of justice going? There are two ways. First, one should put pressure on the Department of Justice to prosecute the ones involved. Might I just remind everyone of uh, Richard's uh, campaign? Let me just see if I can pull up the website. Ten letters... Uh, let me just see if I can find um, maybe maybe this will have a link. Uh, Want the want the website ten? Does anyone have Rich's website to hand? Is that what it's called? Tenletters.com. Ah, I should know. 
no, it's not. Ah. I don't need Rumble links, Richard. <laughs> I need the website. Bloody hell. <laughs> Put the website in your emails. <laughs> ah, yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to dig it up uh, on another day. Someone will find it. But anyway, this the problem gets solved in the US. There's nothing I can do here except uh, except make witty quips at the uh, at the camera. Maybe maybe point out some incongruences in the biology. But uh, uh, this is a an American issue to solve by the American people, and that means using using the government systems that were put in place before they get taken over by the corporates. You could argue that they probably are already taken over by the corporates. <laughs> they they're not just going to roll over. It's not it's not going to happen. Tenletters.org. Thank you, thank you, uh, Chris. Um, there, this this type of campaign, you don't have to work hard. The 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 letter's been written for you, right? <laughs> Just put it in there, and then I don't know. Build my letter. It'll do it for you, right? Send it, send it. Pressure on Department of Justice to prosecute the ones involved. It might be very difficult to do. Federal statutes require indictments to be brought by U.S. attorneys. If it is impossible to get the U.S. Attorney General to sign off on prosecuting these people, then a district attorney, state's attorney, attorney general out there in North Carolina could indict everyone involved. It's clear from this article, uh, UNC paper, they knew it was gain of function. They paused it because it was existentially dangerous. It was then reapproved and they continued it and then they shipped it out of country. And I, I bet you there was a whole bunch more being done in BSL 4 laboratories in places like bloody Sierra Leone. Charles, me and Charles were signatories. Oh, no, no filing. What was it? It's tenletters.org.com. Sorry, I got the got the uh, the domain wrong. Sorry, Richard. Um, conclusion: Time to shut out all BSL four and BSL three laboratories. I agree. I agree. There's there's no need for them. Like maybe some sort of BSL three if we really want to sort of and uh, i don't know we, we put them in places where it's it's difficult should something fuck up and <laughs> it doesn't just immediately fall out into major urban centers build something under the sea <laughs> go down to the marinara trench i don't know but some something you know i mean i think we've got shipping down pretty safe Right and and oil rigs etc. We can put them out in in the deep sea and have something that's that's contained in that way and has has some sort of self sterilizing component in it. <laughs> everyone, everyone just gets burnt to a crisp by various methods, followed by uh, 
ethylene oxide uh, purging. Yes. The current situation is untenable. Is untenable. There's a there's a litany of individuals and organisations who are tainted by this work, and they didn't speak up. They kept their mouth shut because ah, it paid well, right? They took blood money. They took blood money, and there's there's no there's no reason. For these, it doesn't, it doesn't really, well, the, the offensive capacity comes from the ability to selectively target, which we just keep striding our way into. <sighs> Absolutely shut down everything and defund the end. Yes, I, I agree, man. Shut it all down. Shut it all down. And if we, if we think, if we think that there's an inkling that these labs are in place... Well then, that's that's what rods from God are for. <laughs> we we have them up there, right? And it just we send in tungsten rods from from outer space, just just to knock it out. There's there's no need for it, n none whatsoever. There's there's nothing medically that I can see because because that. Cause that be the argument right but why why would you need such high containment levels that there's some 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 benefit to mankind and you know usually usually it's couched in medical terms and perversely they'll they'll say medical countermeasures to to these agents but it's a we're dealing with psychopaths at the top who again think nothing think nothing of bringing these weapons into play Where was I? Uh, all BSL-3, BSL-4 should be shut down and all bio-warfare work with lethal pathogens ceased because they're all existentially dangerous. It does, does, doesn't have to be lethal. Incapacitating agents. That fucking grey zone in incapacitating agents has got to be, it's got to be ripped out. This is a catastrophe waiting to happen, and it's now happened. Here we are. It's staring us in the face with COVID-19. Certainly COVID-19 is nowhere near as devastating as the Black Death or Spanish flu pandemic of 1918, yet both of which exacted a shocking death toll, all without the aid of synthetic molecules and nanotechnology. The very idea that any of these horrific illnesses might be brought back in turbocharged form should be terrifying enough for the world to unite in saying, no thanks, we don't want or need that kind of research going on. What value have these dangerous laboratories provided to date compared to the risk they're exposing all of us to? None. Well, except you'll get Andrew Weber stoling the virtues of mRNA platforms and how they've extinguished the existential threat. So <laughs> uh, I think it was an important document to read through because it tells me, hey, kids. Can you shut the door, please? It it tells us that there is if we don't use the mechanisms that we've built for ourselves, the le the legal pathways, then you're just going to end up as savages and barbarians. And you know, I I I get the allure of 
prepper and having barrels of bullets and uh, years of MREs to hand, etc. But you know, I kind I kind of think that there's a um, there is a beauty around human civilization, despite all its warts, that we sh we should be doing our best to to maintain. Uh, if that means lopping off a bit more of the excesses of the Golden Billionaires Club, then so be it. Because and what what are they bringing in an age of automation? And I'm I'm struggling to take on the arguments from the libertarian angle that markets will fix everything. I'm not so sure that's the case, especially especially when cloning and sequencing machines if you're if you're if you've hoarded a hundred bitcoins right you can you can kit yourself out a full laboratory and get right to it uh let's see i will recompense for every good deed you do i'll repay for you every evil deed you do i will exact the amount and if your evil deeds outnumber your good deeds you will be marked I'm concerned. All right, so um, that's that document. Now, do I want to do this one? Oh, how long have I been streaming? What time did I start? It's taken longer than I was expecting. And I didn't have many tabs today. Um... Uh, 12.39. Uh... <laughs> I'm going to get this neuroscience done. Uh... Next time. I'll do it. Look, again, there's nothing There's nothing in this paper we don't know. Um, I just, I, I want to <laughs> get to it eventually. But I've, I've kind of exhausted myself. And I think I, I think I want to finish, actually, on, on this. Because it's it's critical it's critical we can hold these people to account i honestly believe that and yeah okay <laughs> they're gonna pay they're gonna pay and there's a long long way to go yet long long way but i think i think we should leave on a <laughs> on that note rather rather than hide it behind other other stuff well we'll keep uh professor boyle's words um in mind and let us let us pray that um we can we can bring people to account there's there's a there's a whole whole slew of individuals and organizations which have to be held to account right now all the people that have engaged in the collusion shutting people down with free speech not free speech just just <laughs> technical speech for, for calling out where there have been problems so i think uh with that i'm gonna um call it a quit quits there oh i will if anyone has sent a dono 
let me just check. I'll, I'll read out. I, I, again, I don't, unless you put your name in the uh, payment, but someone sent me five bucks. Thank you very much. And um, I salute you, sir. Whoever that was, I salute you. All right. Um, I'm out of here. I'll see you in the next one. I promise I'll get to get to this neuroscience paper. It's like you learned it all already. It's not, it's not that, it's not that groundbreaking. All right. And I do this, do this, do this and uh, take care. Guys. God bless. See you in the next one. And, uh, yep. Take care. Bro, you don't know how angry I am. You do. I'm like, I was just leaving for fucking work. You do not understand how fucking pissed off. After reading that little line, I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. Fuck these peppers. I will fucking kill each fucking pepper. I swear to This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they actually say. Fuck these peppers. No fucking vaccine or ever. Whatever drugs you want, fucking blood, blood, never! No! I will fucking die! Fucking fighting for my fucking bees and my fucking forefathers and my fucking lily! Fuck these motherfuckers! All that fire, this guy. Fuck these